welcome back to Save by the Spell. I'm back this week with a guest. I haven't had a guest in some time. And I'm so excited. I'm so excited that they are joining me here today. And I cannot tell you enough about Lisa and what they have to offer. Um, you're definitely going to hear about it in our conversation, but I, I do maybe I'll do a little brief intro of how I met Lisa and then I will have Lisa tell you herself <laughs> what she is up to, because I think a lot of us out here who, you know, we're doing our jobs, we're doing our professions where tend to be, or at least the people I encounter are pretty like multi-hyphenate. And I think like they're more than just one job that they're presenting. And, and Lisa definitely fits in that category. I met Lisa because of a hair disaster, um, which I'm not gonna get into too much, but let me just say, most of you who know me know that I like fuck with my hair all the time and I always have because I grew up in salons. It was the thing. But when someone else <laughs> like takes away your power um, in this weird, very like weird way, it does something to your self-esteem that I, I just, I hadn't experienced in um, probably since I was a small child. <laughs> and, um, you know, that was back in February. And then I found Lisa on TikTok she popped up in my for you page and I was like, whoa, this person is like legit, like doing what they love. They're fucking good at it. And <laughs> there's like a process here about like, this is more than just hair. Mm -hmm. So um, I reached out to them and set up a virtual consultation Anyway, and then I ended up getting in there in April and it was like a total like life shift in this very, you know, the physical reality way, like one that I cannot explain what happened to me emotionally and mentally that day, but it was a huge healing for me. And not only that, I'll shut up in a second, but also it was one of those really full circle, strange, surreal moments because um, my grandmother who mostly raised me passed. Now, if you know me and if you don't, I'm just going to quickly share that I grew up mostly with my Italian grandmother and they owned salons in two schools. So I grew up above the salon and I would go to the night school with my grandmother on the weekends when she would be teaching and I would play with the heads and the girls like, and meet all the people and, um, me and my cousins would go play in the sinks and things like that on Sunday when it was closed. And I, I had this really like home feeling with salons. And so, and I had gotten some big news that day and I was sharing with Lisa, like if there was one person that I could share it with, I'd love to share it with my grandmother. Um, and then like within a couple hours, I got the call that she passed. And I felt like my grandmother in a weird way, like was like, she's okay she's home, she's taken care of, and, um, and was finally able to go. And so it was really potent, um, you know, and, and very healing. So um, 
with that being said, um, hi, Lisa, I just like yammered about you, but um, welcome to Saved by the Spell, <laughs> my podcast. How are you? Yes. Oh my gosh. First of all, I have to say that that you kind of sharing that experience gave me the chills just now. Like I wish, I wish you could see it. Um, I'm so well, it was, it was cool to listen to that. And it's kind of funny to listen to somebody talk about me in front of me. <laughs> yes. You know, you don't realize like the, the power of like the touch, you know, like you don't, you're like, Oh, I just exist. Like this is just who I am, but you don't realize how powerful your, your presence, your, your touch or any of that stuff is really, it really is. And yeah, I mean, that's, exactly why I'm in the industry. It's not just to do hair, but it's to ultimately take, you know, maybe like a negative energy or like a negative experience and negative whatever and kind of transform it into this positive light because mm -hmm. um, everyone deserves that. But it's not just like doing hair. It's a, it's a whole experience, kind of like what you said. Well, and it's like a, you created a container, you know, and mm -hmm. I think that a lot of times when you are in an industry where you're caring for someone, those, those, containers can become toxic or become codependent. Oh, and yeah. I think what I really appreciate about you is like, you let me have my moment, but you weren't like inundating me with mm -hmm. like, oh, feel good, feel better. Like you let me be myself, but still were like, hey, do you need anything? Mm -hmm. And, and that like, it gave me space to have my feelings and not, but also like, um, I think not shut down or not be overwhelmed by them. You just let me exist in that moment. And, um, and I just, I just like, I feel like that's a, that's a real rare gift that people have to know the difference in how to hold space for people instead of just like, let me just bandage you up and make you feel better for a minute. And then leave. Right. like, I felt like held. So, yeah. Yeah. And we talked yeah, about so I, many amazing things. Like I've, I've seen you twice. So now. much. And yep. I love our conversations. Um, and I was so inspired the last time I saw you that like I came back and I, I jotted down some questions because you've been through an immense amount of change in the last mm. year. Do you, <laughs> if you want it, would you like to share anything that you? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Great. <laughs> Gosh. Yeah. Um, well, change is always a beautiful thing, you know, and change also deserves its space you know so i'm really glad you pointed that out because yeah i do believe in it's it's important to just feel the emotion and just kind of grow with it because it's not like emotions are a bad thing emotions are meant to be they're healing i mean you have to feel your emotions to heal but you know kind of speaking to my journey in the past year i moved across the country um from east coast west coast by myself while simultaneously going through a really weird I would I wouldn't even call it nasty, but it, it was a little bit nasty. A really weird divorce mm -hmm. um, while trying to find myself in this new space. And I also I sold my salon, which I had a really, really strong emotional connection to. Um, but now I'm in California where you know California is untouched, it's unscathed, but there's no there's no um, I would say bad energy here. Like it's it could be the energy that I, I want. You know, mm -hmm. I've I have full creative space to kind of feel whatever emotion I need to feel and then move forward. I don't have these people in my life anymore that are like, oh, just get over it. It's fine. Just get over it. It's fine. Um, and I realized how freeing that was and that I too, you know, or I realized, oh my gosh, like not having that person or that thing, you know, my ex-husband or like my salon or even like I cut off my family completely. Um, having these people in my, in my, my, my healing zone, you know, not having them there has been it's just incredible. And I 
from like from these experiences, I have realized I want to be what I have done to myself for other people too. Cause it is taboo. It is very, it's not, it's not commonly done. Right. And especially like you said, in this type of industry where it's a feel good industry, you can mm-hmm. still feel good and be sad. Right. Right. I mean, I always looked at those, like, I mean, I just remember the salons, like when I was a kid and like every per- member of my family, like when my mom's side, they're Italian um, and Italians and Italian Americans. And it was like a coven meetup, whether or not they wanted to admit it, there was like yeah. every emotion, people mm-hmm. who were celebrating, people who were grieving, people who were going through like breakups or maintenance or getting away from their family or just getting a little bit of care and, or even if they had one hair on their head and like, but wanted that connection and connectivity. And um, it's, it's just interesting to me. And it's some of the things I noted, you know, and we talk about, like, we've talked about that in your chair and it's like, when you let go, right. And the simultaneous grief and excitement with the loss of friends or community and family, when you are starting to have success or what is deemed as success to you. Like you're like, I'm actually elevating my life and maybe there aren't people who are super pumped for me Mm -hmm. that, um, and, and how you can, you know, it's, it's important to you. You can feel both. You can feel excited Mm -hmm. and sad at the same time. And, um, And I think it's also like you were saying, like that salon you loved, you know, and letting it go. And like, even when we, it's important to acknowledge that we um, can still feel the sadness with the the ending of something we once thought was where we wanted to be, Mm -hmm. but some other thing just opens up. And it always happens to be this driving purpose that you've been ignoring for forever that always comes to light. Yes. And contending like with purpose, like purpose is the, as a reader, right? Like I get, there's like a lot of common themes, but like purpose is the second most asked topic or question. Like what is my purpose? Um, the number one is usually love and relationships because it's Mm -hmm. about connection, but then second Mm -hmm. is always purpose. What is my purpose? What am I doing here? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's interesting. I can see when people are living their purpose, even if it it's not like um, an on paper job. Right. Right. Yeah. I feel like living your purpose is not this like linear, perpendicular, whatever, like straight shooter thing. You know, like ultimately, yeah, I'm a hairdresser. Mm-hmm. Um, I do hair, you know, but my purpose in life is to be a safe person for people that maybe don't have safety or who don't understand safety or new to safety. Um, and just be, you know, be open be present and like allow, be like almost like the, like the shield for people, like, you know, all these other outsiders, no, 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 no. Like right here, you can be right here in my little, almost like a mom, you know, like a a unconditional mother, like just allow you to be, Mm -hmm. um, I happen to be a hairdresser, but also I happen, I, I want to be almost like a, like a healing person for other people. Cause I too understand what it feels like to not have that. 
Yeah. And that's my purpose is to be that person for other people. But I just so happen to be a hairdresser. Right. You know, it's, it's the, here's your paper thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, and, you know, and I think you're also exploring that purpose mm-hmm. through other vehicles, right? Like whether it's through education or um, the podcast that you, your work, you know, you have now and like, mm-hmm. um, and I'm going to include all of Lisa's information in the show notes. So, and links. So if you want to check out um, it's the fuck you mentality, right? Like yeah. that's the name of the podcast. Um, but if you want to also see their offerings or follow them on TikTok and like, it's very entertaining and, and you're so generous <laughs> with your time and answering people's questions um, and just setting a good example. I, I, I want to ask, you know, about the contending with purpose and the everyday nature of it in existing in spite of. And um, what I mean by that, I guess, is like, like, I know for me, like I have, it's been really hard like 20, the fall of 2021 into the spring of 2022, um, emotionally, mentally, physically, it's like my purpose to be a vessel, to hold space for others, to help others find their own divinity, to activate their own gifts. It's like when my humanity has felt dragged to shit, like my purpose, like kept me going. And mm-hmm. like every day it felt, it's felt like for the most part, it had felt like, it felt like I was just surviving out of spite. <laughs> but um, my purpose is what keeps me going. Um, mm-hmm. Do you have any advice for those who feel a little bit beaten down by the everyday nature of life and continuing to foster their purpose? Like how do they yeah. keep going? <laughs> yeah. Like what's, what's like, what's like a good driving factor? Cause yeah, ultimately you could allow, that's it. Yeah. You could allow life to bog you down. Like you could say, you know what? Today's a terrible day. Ugh, I just don't, I feel like doing this and that can snowball and that can manifest into a continuation of sadness and grief and whatever. And you can kind of go down this, this, this hole. Um, or you can, you can make the choice to continue forward. And I think that that's ultimately like what my driving factor is, is every day I wake up and I have a choice. I get to choose whether or not I want to progress forward or if I want to progress back. I could allow, you know, society and all the bullshit that's going on around me to bog me down. I absolutely could. But time and time again, when I have done that in the past, it has led me nowhere. It has led me, you know, backwards. And it has led me into these situations, you know, being married to a a very narcissistic sociopath, you know, because I went back. So remembering, okay, that pain came from a choice that I made for myself that went backwards. Mm -hmm. So every day I wake up and I make a choice. Am I going to progress? Am I going to get my my butt out of bed and go to the gym at 6 a.m.? because I know it will propel me forward through the day. Yes, I will. Mm-hmm. Will I choose water over alcohol? I will. Um, will I, you know, just these little subconscious decisions that I'm always thinking about, 
that one time when I made that bad decision and I decided to let life kind of get me in its grips, Mm -hmm. remember where you were, you know, remember that person that you were then. And if you can't remember them, that's a great thing because I personally can't. Right. Well, and that's it. And it's like, I I really want to remind my listeners too that like, and some days it's hard to make those right decisions and that's okay too. I think Mm -hmm. it's important that you keep trying though. Um, Mm -hmm. And the, the thing is interesting that I find where I, like for me, when you are breaking out of old narratives, right? Old storylines, old timelines, like dissolution and dissolve of the old timeline has a lot to do with the releasing of an old identity and and like the, the caricature of who you were. And, and um, even when you wanna let them go, like if you're like, oh, I was so naive then, I trusted people and I don't wanna be that person. I would say, don't punish yourself for right. being the person you were. Um, but also like, uh, because there's, there, there's like, there is a grief and, and, um, you don't want to exile parts of yourself that we're learning. Um, mm-hmm. but there's, there's things you can do. Um, I would say ritually, magically, um, anyway, <laughs> the, there are these old identities or archetypes or characters that we keep playing the same roles with, and we get to decide if we're going to carry them forward or not. And well, it's easy to say, you, you can say, I think it's really easy to say you're better than this or move on. Something better is on the way, or I fucking hate it is what it is. I know a lot of people love that phrase. I hate it so much. Um, but we are the time travelers to our own trauma Mm -hmm. and we go back there all the time. I recently had a situation where I got so triggered and activated and it had nothing to do with the person. It had everything to do with six-year-old me and seven-year-old me and going, oh, seven-year-old you is reacting right now and believing this story and going back to this. And what does that have to do with who you are today? And nothing, exactly. It's a very old, ancient arc-like narrative. So I have had to like send a lot of healing back to my younger self um, and pull myself out of the game of thinking I'm going to hot potato that energy back at that person because they Mm -hmm. didn't, it's not, they have like, maybe they didn't treat me the way I think I need to be treated. Right. And I was more pissed because how did I attract that into my life still? Right. Yeah. But clearly I'm also grateful because there was st- stuff I still needed to work on. Anyway, it's still a learning lesson. Yeah. It's yeah. like trusting that like, you know, when you're triggered and hurt and confused that like you have a choice to go do I need to carry this into me through every part of my being and feel it and punish myself with shame or feeling it? And um, it's been hard. Like this week has been an interesting navigation, but back to hair, I want to say that hair has been a huge part of my journey in terms of expression. And Mm -hmm. 
timeline jumping and controlling the narrative. Even when I timeline mm-hmm. jump, I have dreams about having different hair because it represents to me different parts of the path. And I think it's not superficial to want to be connected to how you're perceived. And also I'm multiracial. I've talked about this before as well. And in a lot of the communities in in my ancestors, whether it is my indigenous ancestry um, or my Filipino ancestry, there is power and connectivity to creator, to the universe through your hair. Yes. And even it's a, it's in a the Italian house, powerhouse. Yes. You hold everything in your antenna, you know? Yes. So having this ability to reclaim my antenna, you know, with you and through these different moments and in a safe space, it's been very, um, even it might not seem on the surface connected, it's been very connected to my purpose. It's been very connected to me going, oh, wait, like I, I can be empowered here, you know? So thank you for that. I think the beautiful thing about all of us and just kind of like touch base on like what you're saying about like, you know, not being mad at the person that you used to be and like, you know, not like shaming them or whatever. It's really important to be able to name call and to be able to, you know, put a face to the name. Like you said, like, oh, this hit a trigger, which instead of being like, oh, which one? It's like, hmm, I know exactly what it is. It's my six and seven year old self, you know, and that's important that you're able to do that because it doesn't mean that you're judging yourself. It's just, oh, yeah. Maybe that is a part of me that I haven't really quite resonated with. And, you know, there's different lessons in life that are going to pull that out. Mm-hmm. And that coincides to with our relationship now. You know, maybe you didn't even realize how empowering you, you felt when you had these, you know, moments of little pockets of peace at a hair salon, you know, but you, you don't know what you don't know. Mm-hmm. And then when you have that revelation and you, you know, you're, you're able to kind of feel that. And then you meet someone who's like, Hey, feel it, you know, mm-hmm. feel it right now in front of me. I don't care. You know, um, I, I totally, I understand how that feels. Like I totally understand what, what that does to you. And I'm like, it, it I can't even put into words, like how, how good that makes me feel knowing that I have been able to provide that to somebody and right. vice versa. I mean, just being able to talk about spirituality and just, you know, my spiritual side that I've had kept in this little box for so long because no one understood it where I was from. And like my ex-husband didn't even know that I was spiritual. Everyone their mother knows that I am. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I, you know, like you said, like having different vehicles, like through you, I've been able to kind of really open up and learn about that side of me so how you are with your hair that's how like my spirituality is my purpose that has given me my drive in life and has helped me kind of guide through a lot of these really big challenges that I had so I think what's kind of beautiful about our relationship is I might help you I help you of course like internally but also <laughs> physically just with your hair and right. it the same thing like by your your presence and your existence of just comfortability and us creating safety within each other essentially I am like, hey, can you teach me a little bit about this? What does this mean? And even like hexing my neighbor, like <laughs> I've never in my life has anybody been like, hey, do you want to like, can we like hex your neighbor for you? Like, oh my God, yes. Yes, I do. I, I'm not above baneful magic anymore. Surprise. 
tried it because it sounds you know not necessarily a bad thing but it did work but <laughs> oh yes oh that's oh, yeah. so good oh good f that piece of pos um you know if i can help like people feel empowered and safe being who they are you know like mm-hmm. i've done i feel like it's it's okay and i've done good work and again like the magic of that moment like of being able to be in your chair when my grandmother decided to take a nap and go to sleep mm-hmm. and the significance of how much healing needed has needed to happen and still is happening on that particular side of the family um mm-hmm. you know it just like feeling held it, it just and and again it was like having that really kind of traumatic hair moment, but I had gone through a huge breakup and like just everyone was taking from me Mm -hmm. um, for months and months. And I felt like a shell of myself and you gave this thing back to me through my hair, Mm -hmm. you know? And it was like, um, and it's like one of those things, it's like, okay, snap out of it now. Mm-hmm. You know, and it, it doesn't mean I'm not like still processing the different things that have been going on because life is challenging and it can be hard existing. And But I feel like one of the things that I keep saying is I'm trying to like learn how to be on earth, like, like um, on vacation because mm-hmm. like treat earth like an existence, like I'm on vacation and I'm going to enjoy it here because it's very hard for me um relating and being um just like alive (laughs) Mm -hmm. so and even though like yes there are really magical and good things I don't think that people realize sometimes um purpose is the thing that keeps you going especially if you're someone that doesn't have anyone like Mm -hmm. um you know I don't have uh I don't have partner or like, I'm not close with my family. And, and I think when we see other people living like really authentically, it's important for us to acknowledge them Mm -hmm. um, and see them. And I don't really, I'm kind of trailing off rambling, but I'm just really grateful that our paths um, crossed and have, um, been able to like nourish each other back in ways that I hope, you know, continue. So, Oh yeah. I'm, I'm just, thanks so much for, for taking the time to be here today. How can people find you? Um, well, thank you so much for having me. I know we could go on and on and on about this because <laughs> we do at our appointments. Um, if you guys want to find me, I'm artistry of Lisa G on everything. So YouTube and TikTok and Instagram, I have, yeah, the fuck you mentality, which is, uh, Marcella is actually going to be on my podcast too. Yes. (laughs) Um, it's a, it's a brand that kind of discloses everything you need to know about being essentially what you said, like unrelatable, um, kind of exiled because being an entrepreneur, working for yourself comes with this, a lot of self-doubt, a lot of lack of self-care and a lot of. Uh, people pleasing. So kind of debunking all of that and sharing, you know, vulnerability with that. But yeah, TikTok, Instagram, social media, all that jazz. I have an email artistry of Lisa G at Gmail. 
I pretty, yeah, like Marcella said, I try to respond to everybody that I possibly can because I'm just a person. I'm nobody. Like, I'm not a, I'm not a celebrity. You know, I think it's kind of goofy when people are like, oh, I'm too good to answer this. No, you're not. <laughs> but in your, the salon you're based out of is in Costa Mesa. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mission Viejo. Mission Viejo. Thank you. Yep. Okay. Yep. It's, a, it's yes. called Rebel Femme. Rebel Femme. Yeah, I'm the yeah, education director of that place. So this place I'm here right now. <laughs> yes. Uh, so if you are interested in education, hair, or anything else that Lisa is offering, please do check out the links in the show notes. And I want to thank you again. And I want to thank you all for listening. Um, you know, you know how we do. I say, like I said, um, just be good to each other.